Hi everybody, welcome to Sex in the City Season 6, Episode 7. Hello Nana, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? Good, I believe we are officially halfway through. Really? It didn't yes. this season, I don't know why, it just feels like we just started. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I... It doesn't feel as tedious. No, it doesn't. Um, well, I could be wrong. I, I know we did this at the top of the season. I thought it was 12 episodes. Now I'm second guessing. I'm like, is it 18? But I thought it was 12 episodes and 6 or 6 and 12. Wow. I honestly I just, don't know. I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll find out with the rest of you guys. <laughs> I do not remember anymore. And, we, and I actually made the point to check and to talk about And we talked about <laughs> Anyways, the episode is called The Post-It Always Sticks Twice. Um, as a mini summary, this is the episode where Carrie is in the aftermath of a posted breakup. Um, Samantha is not in the mood to be a girlfriend. Miranda di- rediscovers her hotness. And Charlotte is feeling some type of way about getting married for a second time. How did you feel about the episode? Um, you know, I think I mostly liked it. Because it was an episode where it was all four of them together all the time. And those tend to be my favorite kinds of episodes from Sex and the City. Even though I find aspects of it deeply irritating. <laughs> but I think I gen- generally liked it. What about you? I really liked this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I just thought it hit all the notes. It hit the sentimental. It was uplifting. It had the whole thing about four of them being together. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of funny moments. And, and all around, it was just... A good episode. Yeah. So I'll dive in. Carrie is saying that New York City is a great place to get engaged. Just as we see her ring under the guise of hailing a cab. Um, she's in good spirits because from what I saw, this is like watching soccer. Where I don't think it was a foul. I think she got the cab first. And it was hers. And some <laughs> lady came from nowhere and is like, excuse me, miss. In, in, in implying that the cab was hers, and but Charlotte, yeah, I didn't get that scene. I have to be honest <laughs> with you, because I'm like, where did this random woman come from? Like what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Charlotte doesn't care. She's like, oh, you go ahead, you can have the cab. So Carrie says it's an even better place to be enraged. Just as we see her bump into a man, or maybe the man bumped into her, I don't know. But Carrie is yelling at him and just saying, watch where you're going. I'm sure you're so busy, so, so busy. She's wearing like a top, it's like a sheer tunic, so it's see-through. And she's wearing a pink lacy bra doing her little strut stuff. As she I thought does. she looked awful. Did you like that outfit? Um, I think I'm used to Carrie's fashions and I'm okay. It was a Saturday morning for brunch. Yeah, yeah. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a million times better if she wore a different bra underneath. I don't know. <laughs> it just looked really weird to me because it made her boobs look lumpy on the outside, like from the sheer shirt. And I was legit like staring because I'm like, what is going on in the boob area? And I realized, oh, it's just a lacy bra. And it didn't yeah. look like the bra fit properly. So I was just like, oh, I don't like this. But yeah. I think it's just the effect of, you know, it's kind of like when you wear a T-shirt or certain shirts, you just have to wear a T-shirt bra, not wear the lace or whatever, because then it's all, like you said, bumpy. But I think because it's sheer, you know that it's lacy, so it didn't bother me so much. So we see that she's meeting up with the girls for breakfast, and when she joins, she sits down and is like, boy, do I have news. And Charlotte is like, so do I. And she didn't want to say anything until they were all together. And she tells them that she and Harry made up and he asked her to marry him. And she flashes the ring and they all ooh and ah and even Samantha. And she shares that he had it made based on the one Richard Burton gave Elizabeth Taylor. Carrie says it's fabulous. And Samantha is like, it's even more fabulous than your first one. And Charlotte makes a face. And now we know that Charlotte is having one of her proper people hangups. Because we see that face coming up many more times. I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit of a hater. (laughs) But I don't know. I felt like the reaction wasn't big enough for me. Oh. To be honest with you. Yeah. I thought it was. No, I didn't. (laughs) Honestly. Because I was just thinking if my friend had like. And maybe it's because the following scene. So maybe I I should wait until you're done and talk about it a bit more. I think I'll wait. Sorry. Please okay. continue. All right. 
So <clears throat> she says, oh, Carrie, what was your news? And then Carrie's like, Burger broke up with me on a post-it. And Miranda's like, on a post-it? And she whips it out and she shows it to them. I'm just amazed how the traveling post-it never got crumpled or wrinkled as much times as it was pulled out. But um, <laughs> they read it. And Samantha is like, well, that motherfucker is concise. <laughs> that was funny to me. So... <laughs> Um, Miranda's like, I thought you were going to break up with him. And she's like, I was, and I should have. But he said he wanted to work things out. And Charlotte was like, a post-it is infuriating. And Miranda says that she remembers being broken up with by a doorman. Like, he literally told her that whoever the guy was was never coming down ever again. I'm like, oh, that's brutal. So I was going to ask, what is your worst breakup story? Not to trigger anything, but... <laughs> no, so while, while I think about that, I'm going to, again, go back. Like I said, so that went right from Charlotte's engagement announcement to Carrie's um, breakup announcement. And as usual, I feel like it immediately became the Carrie show. And I guess that's Sex and CC, that's what it is. But I'm just like, Charlotte has literally been miserable, absolutely miserable for months, right? After her breakup with Harry... She's gotten back together with him. She, This man is clearly the love of her life. Very different from Trey. And she's engaged again. And I thought the reaction was like, yeah, oh, happy for you. But I just felt like a bigger deal would have been made out of it. Because first of all, her and Harry are back together. They didn't even know they were back together because it was out of the blue. And then he proposed to her, like, immediately. I feel like if that was my friend, I would have made a way bigger deal out of it. And then it immediately goes in the carry, into the carry show Carrie, who we knew like a week ago that she was breaking up with him because he left her and has been a dick for months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then she went back to him when she shouldn't have just so he could break up with her. And yes, it's sad, but I just felt like the reaction was way more for Carrie than Charlotte. And I felt some kind of way, but it could just be my head. So I think it was a side effect of going second. Because if she had gone first, then it could be like, Charlotte, what was your news? And then we do that and then we keep going. But in this case, especially since Charlotte is the one who said, what was your news? Yeah. Um, and all that stuff. There's no like you can't go back. But the initial reaction, that's why I even said even Samantha was ooing and ahhing because she's not about that marriage life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But everyone was so excited. No one was like, are you back together? Did you solve the problems? Did you do that? Did they didn't do any of that. Everyone was just like, ooh, where's the ring? This is good. This yeah. is whatever. So I don't know. It worked for me. Okay. I would have got into more debt because Charlotte has been miserable for ages and she's literally back together with the love of her life. And yeah. But yeah, I think just if she hadn't it. stopped it and they were still going on and on, they would have, but Charlotte stopped it to say what was your news because partly because I also this is the beginning of her feeling self conscious about please don't make a big deal it's just the second time. Yeah. So I, do Didn't you have felt like that if Samantha hadn't made that comment? Um. Yes, yes and no. I think she still. I think she already was feeling weird to show the girls like she is happy. The problem is that she's worried about what everyone thinks. But the thing is. Mm, that's a good question. I think yes and no. I think even without the comment, she was already feeling some type of way. Okay. Generally. I, I actually don't agree. Because she looked really happy in those that, that opening montage, like showing off her ring. And then your friends are like... And I don't think um, Samantha did it to be malicious at all. You know how sometimes your friend makes an offhand comment? That means absolutely nothing to them. There's no intention. But it really hits you. Because it kind of resurfaces some insecurities you maybe didn't even know you had that's exactly what i mean she already yeah. has that insecurity like even like he hit her because she's already self-conscious like what she tells carrie later on jumping mm-hmm. ahead i just hate that this is i wish i'd never been married before yeah. i think she's already insecure about it and she's hoping okay maybe no one else thinks it so when samantha said that she's thinking samantha is thinking oh god everybody does remember it's my second wedding so she just highlighted something that she already had Okay, all right. Yeah, um, my worst breakup. <laughs> um, it was definitely. Mm, I have so many candidates. <laughs> Is that which one should I tell? <laughs> um, I think I'm gonna tell the one of my ex who um. 
I was still in uni at this time and um, obviously living in the UK, but my parents lived in America. So I'd often spend the summers here. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was going to spend the summer here, but it was going to be really long because we have long summer vacations, um, <laughs> early uni, not in regular school in the UK. But um, And then my ex was like, oh my gosh, that's too long for you to be gone for, like, I can't not see you for that long. And he was like, um, yeah, like, I really want to come, like, look for flights for me <laughs> so I could come at least to see you, like, while you're gone. I was like, sure. And so I remember, like, looking for flights, and then I was like, oh, shoot, let me make sure I have the correct dates. So when this back when I still I think this scarred me off Facebook, but anyway, so I went on Facebook to send him a message, um, to ask like what dates and all of that, and then I saw people had written on his wall, congratulations, Ooh. and I was like, oh, congratulations for what? <laughs> so I went scrolling down, I was like, oh, what's, what's going on? Congratulations for what? Like, what's going on? And then at the very bottom, I still remember this word for word, and it has been years, but um. Yeah, so congratulations on the birth of your baby girl. And I was like, sorry, even speaking about it, that feeling, I feel like I have residuals of the feeling. Because when I said my whole body went numb, and yeah, I think that's the most I've ever cried in my life. Actually, I was numb for like hours. I can't, like, yeah, I just couldn't imagine. And so I called him, like, immediately. This was like straight direct call, no WhatsApp, (laughs) no phone calls, nothing. And I he picked up like immediately and he was like hey I'm like hey is there something you want to tell me and then he was like he went silent he didn't even be like oh what, what do you mean what are you talking about I'm like how he must have known no I don't know how he just went silent and he's like I'm gonna have to call you back I'm at the hospital so oh, yeah wow. that was my yeah I think that was my worst breakup yeah wow, that's so, rough. Yeah. I don't even yeah. know that might be worse than posted <laughs> oh yeah i'm sorry i would yeah a hundred percent so what was yours tane well i tell you guys all the time i was not in a lot of relationships now situationships you can find me there i would say the worst was when i thought i was still talking to someone um like i mean it was a uh, long distance and i was still like i went over to visit and all that and we were still talking and then one day we're having a conversation and he's asking my advice on what to do that he met this girl that he really really likes and all that and i'm like oh i guess we're not talking anymore but i didn't say that out loud this is a whole different me when i was still trying to be the cool girl if you don't know what the cool girl is jillian flynn describes this in gone girl where you want to be down with the boys or you don't want to be seen as a nag or some girl who causes problems, like you're cool and everything. That was me back in the day. So I'm just going along with the conversation just trying to be like, I'm going to be smart. I'm going to give him advice. And he's telling me about all the things. And then he's like, I feel so much for her. I've never felt this way about anyone. I don't know what to do. I feel so jealous. And I'm giving advice and all that. And yeah, yeah. And then I realized, I guess we're done. No, 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 actually wicked. I'm sorry. But from, from, from of all the people you could have told about how much you like this new person, why did it have to be you? There was nobody oh else. Nah, this that was intentional. Men are actually wicked. I'm sorry. Like, nah. Uh-uh. I mean, it gets worse. I go through the whole gamut of the relationships, all of the things. Um, I think maybe none of the worst of it all is I, I went to their wedding. Oh, <laughs> Do you not know? Do you know what? No, I, I don't. I don't. I don't like. I'm not making fun of you because we've all been there. I'm sorry. We've all done very dumb things. The lesson is to learn from it, right? So I, I refuse to make you feel bad. Yeah. Men are wicked. <laughs> we've come a long way, and this is why I always, every time I speak to people, I'm just like, we cannot date the way that we dated 10, 20 years ago yeah. and date the same because we gotta grow. Because this, exactly. I can't believe this is my life, but it is, and. I say it with my chest, like, you know, we grew from it, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay, yeah. like, not, I guess, to kind of bring it back to sex and sissy. That's why I get so irritated with Carrie sometimes. Because I'm in my head, I'm like, you, but you're actually grown. But I'm not judging, because like you said, we've all done very stupid things. Like, even the ex I just told you about, we got back together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Before breaking up, like, two more times. 
So I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm holier than thou or whatever. Even when you're talking about the cool girl thing, I'm like, oh, that hits because... I think my version of the cool girl, I definitely suffered from that syndrome growing up, 100%. I can Mm -hmm. clearly see that. But also my version of it was trying to act like a man as well. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you hurt me, I can hurt you. If you're distant, I'm distant too. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to commit, I'm going to commit even less (laughs) and let you know. So, yeah, we've, we've all been there. Like, I don't ever want anyone to listen to us and be like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm fucking up, like, no matter how old you are, just try to be better the next time. Just baby steps. And I'm still working on myself. Tane clearly knows because I talked to her offline and she'd be like, girl, what? But it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) At least it wasn't as bad as it was yesterday or five (laughs) years ago or ten years ago. So just just have a mind of, like, constant improvement. I think that's the best we can do. Yeah, yeah. one step at a time. Yes, I'm finished with my sermon. I'm sorry. (laughs) that's okay so charlotte asks if she's going to call him and i'm like for what what is she supposed to call him for thank you and carrie's like no i'm not gonna dignify it with a call like i'm not even gonna give him that angry call with the voicemail and all that that relationship was a complete waste of time charlotte says before before you move on do you find it weird that hmm, these people shared our views and I just feel like maybe people say it more easily than me, but that's not a word that I use very often. But the whole behavior, it just seems like, oh, well, on to the next. I'm like, oh, someone you claim to love? I just always find it weird. No, she's, weird? she's speaking from a place of hurt. I mean, okay. I do genuinely believe, like, they loved each other. Like, I think in the beginning, that banter was unparalleled. Like, they really had that, you know going for them but just like life like the more you get to know someone the more you get to know who they are and i think even burger found out about himself i always say this about burger i think he's the worst but you have to this is why i guess people encourage dating and putting yourself in situations if they never were in a situation where maybe he got laid off and he didn't get a book deal and he was he was with uh, he was not with a girlfriend who was more successful than he was I don't think he envisioned he would be the kind of guy who was jealous, but he was yeah. placed in that situation and he realized that about himself, like he can't handle it. Yeah, so, he would have probably been the most charming person on earth forever. Yeah. I'm sure he's shown hardship. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. He's still the worst, not excusing him, still a dick. But yeah. yeah, sorry. Because, I mean, you recognize it, then you do something about it. But, I mean, I guess he couldn't do it while in a relationship. So, and this is where they say you train you for the other person. Maybe he hates this about himself. Maybe he doesn't. But by the time he gets to the next relationship, he knows this about himself. So, either he starts dating down, so to speak, or Mm -hmm. he knows how to handle it. But I do think she loved him. I really do. And I just think she was hurt at this point where she was like, it was a waste of time. Only because then when things like this happen, like if you're trying to get back with someone, you think of only the good things and you're like, oh, we'll be fine. But when you're in a hurt place, you're thinking about all the bad things and you're like, it wasn't even worth it and all that good stuff or whatever. So, Mm, yeah. So Charlotte says it's never a waste of time. And even something. And I want to disagree with her. But I think she's right. I just honestly feel like we could all do with less lessons in life. Everything is just a damn lesson. Thank you. Can we just live? Damn. <laughs> so um, she says everything does happen for a reason. And I really just love Miranda for saying that's just bullshit. <laughs> like, I always say I think it's true but I hate it with every fiber of my being because most of the time when it's said it's said at the times where you don't want to hear it exactly like you could tell me in a year from now when I'm happy in another relationship that I found because of the past one but not now I don't want to hear that shit I'm with you yeah when you can connect the dots but now yeah. when it doesn't make sense mm-mm. thank you so Charlotte says it's not bullshit that look at her. If she never met Trey, she wouldn't have met Harry and be engaged. And she put her ring on the table and Carrie puts the post-it on her ring and says paper covers rock. Again, that made me laugh. I laughed out loud. (laughs) It didn't because why can't you just let Charlotte be happy without dragging your shit into it? She's a human being. She's hurt. Like the pain. I get it, but Charlotte is your friend and she's happy. I don't know. I feel like. I just know what I would have done, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't have been that. So I'm judging. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
So Carrie and Samantha are walking down the street, and Carrie says if he hadn't left her in the most horrible way, she wouldn't have had the afternoon free to walk Samantha to her hair appointment. I mean, that's stupid, but whatever. So Carrie tells Samantha that she thinks that she's had it right all along. Keep it light, don't get too involved, and don't get too hurt. Um, if you're never someone's girlfriend, then you can never be their ex-girlfriend. <laughs> Carrie says That's how I used to live my life, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie says that she's going to spend as much time mourning this breakup as he did ending it. So she's looking for something to cheer her up, and Carrie decides that they should go out. And Samantha is like, yes, she knows where they're going to go, that they should go to the club opening of a club named Bed. So they have a night out planned. And next we see is Carrie lying on her bed, staring at the post-it. I appreciate them showing her staring at the post-it because obsessing over it is real. That's literally what you do. You just obsess over stuff and play things over in your mind over and over. Mm-hmm. She says people often say everything happens for a reason, and those people are usually women sorting through a breakup. Um, it seems like men can get out of a relationship without even a goodbye, but women have to either get married or learn something. Fact. Yeah, it's true. Because I remember, like I said, there was a long period in my life where I operated with men don't have feelings. I mean, I've since changed my mind, but the way they operate with things like a relationship could end and they just move on. It's kind of like, did you have a fever dream? Like you with all the intense feelings, were you insane? Do you believe in that thing that people say where um, women process like their breakup or begin to process their breakup while they're already in the relationship, especially if they're the ones doing the breaking up, while men like will move on or quote unquote move on. And then they're hit like six months later when they realize that, oh shit, I fucked up. I want you back. Um, I think I believe in that, except I don't think that, I mean, I'm sure there are men who think, oh, they fucked up, but I'm sure they don't think they fucked up. (laughs) They're more focused on, no one's going to make me feel like this again. Okay. All right. That makes sense. But yeah. So she says, do we search for lessons to lessen the pain? Yes. I mean, I think it's human nature. <laughs> yes. For once, I thought this was a good question for once. So, yeah, I'm 100%. Yeah. because of course you have to search for lessons because if not like she said it was a waste of a relationship but you have to figure out i always say this after every relationship i think there has to be a debrief to know what your part was what part you played in that what you can do better moving forward if just for yourself not necessarily the relationship so i think when something like that happens and you look for lessons of course it's human nature like I mean, I think the only unhealthy thing, I don't know if it's unhealthy, is when, for the most part, women blame themselves for a breakup. Yeah. It was my fault. I did this. If only I had done that. If I didn't do this. And sometimes it's not you. But then where's the line between it's not you and then what could I do better as a person? Sometimes I feel like the what could I have done better doesn't come till much later. You know (laughs) Maybe yeah. if you if you notice your repeating patterns and you're like, oh shit, I did this last time. But that's if you're self-aware, and a lot of people are not self-aware. So do you think um you learn a lesson from every relationship? Yes. Okay. Even if it's something as like, I'm not going to bend, I'm not gonna be quiet, I'm not gonna put up with this, whatever. Yeah, I do. Okay. So Samantha has got designer outfits for Smith because he's going on TRL, RIP. For those of you who do not know what TRL is, you're too young for us, bro. I'm just kidding. But TRL <laughs> TRL was like a countdown show after school. It came on on MTV and the hottest musicians, actors, everything came down and they played down the top 10 videos of the day. The fact that it was every day. But yeah, every day. Hot. And we tuned in. You know, I said I used to spend summers here. I used to watch that shit every day. That or 106 and Park. So. Yeah. 106 and Park was like the black version of it on BET. So both were dope, though. But it's yeah. just the fact that 
if you do it every day, seriously, how how much change is there going to be in the top 10? So you're watching the same videos yes. over and over. Because, <laughs> do you know why? Because we didn't have access to Spotify or Apple Music. So if you didn't own the song, that was the opportunity to listen to a song you're obsessed with. Yeah. Either that or listen to the radio and wait <laughs> for it to come on. <laughs> so, yeah, good old days. So Smith said he's not comfortable wearing labels and he wants to just go in a tank and jeans. And Sonata's like, you know what? That works too. Like you'll be the fantasy of every adolescent girl and sexually confused boy in America. Do you know what I like about Samantha's relationship with Smith? She knows to kick him up the ass when he's being mopey. But I also feel like she's surprisingly cool about also letting him be himself. Yeah, because she's trying to keep distance. It's a selfish motive. I think that's why, like, with the clothes thing. Yeah, she's a publicist. She gets money. Oh, we mean, like... No, no, no. I mean, like, lets him be himself. Like, she's not trying to force her personality too much on him. Like, I'm talking about just her job-wise, not relationship-wise. Like, she she knows the balance between letting him be be himself and when not to let him be himself and push him. Um... I'm, I'm thinking about it. Honestly, I'm thinking it's because she sees the business benefit because mm-hmm. I could see the look. Like in the tank and jeans, when he wore it, I'm like, okay, I can see where you're going for. Like, I'm not yeah. trying too hard, but I'm so hot. So, yes, she's letting it fly. But I don't know that it's because she's letting him be. Because back when he was saying, I just love acting, I don't want to pay, she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. no. You got to do that because that doesn't work. But because this works, that's why she's like, mm, we can go with that too because that's an angle. Okay. Yeah. See, but that's what I meant, like with the whole I don't love acting thing. Like she was like, no, giving him a kick up the ass then, and then it um it worked out for him. But then yeah, but I guess but you're saying it comes from a place of self interest. I think so. Okay. Like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it's not because oh, okay, go ahead, be you. You're gr-. like mm-hmm. if it was like in Jesus sandals and granola-ish and stuff, Samantha's not gonna let that fly and say be you. No. Okay, absolutely. So he hugs her and says, "How did I get so lucky with an amazing girlfriend?" <laughs> then carrying a voiceover is like, "Now that was a label she wasn't comfortable wearing." <laughs> so I'm like, "Where did this come from?" Okay. Oh my god. Samantha kind of pushes him away slightly and she's like, okay, go have fun. Like, um, you know, then he's like, are you sure you can't come? She goes, no, I promised the girls. And then she's like, you know, afterwards, have fun with the MTV crowd. And as your publicist, calling someone your girlfriend is not a good idea right now. Yes, someone or you. She's just like, either way. And, you know, what he should say is that he's still looking and hasn't found anyone special yet. He asks if that's what she wants and she says, yes. Charlotte is looking for what to wear for the night and notices that everything went well with her engagement ring except her old wedding dress. I got to say, I was like, why does she still have this dress? Thank you. <laughs> like, at least when you started dating Harry, like, get rid of it. Like, what are you going to do with it? Or maybe because you're super... Nah, Charlotte yeah. is efficient. She would have sold that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it wasn't a good marriage. So. No. What do you want to keep it for? Donate it or something. I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. So Miranda is on the phone with Carrie and she's telling her that she doesn't think she can go because she doesn't feel so hot. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, she doesn't feel like, you know, everything is covered with spit up. She's a mom and club openings are for hot, childless people. And she's not even the hot mommies and mommy and me. Carrie says that she will use the post-it card if need be, but she's coming out tonight. Miranda says that Carrie has to explain to her why she has to leave her house to go to bed. I'm like, amen, sister. (laughs) Carrie isn't having it and tells her that she's going. So they hang up and she looked up and she's like, she spies her jeans. I I forget what he said again. Was it be gone or something like that? Yeah, anyway, sorry. But wait, I (laughs) forgot they said she spies her skinny jeans. (laughs) Oh, I'm about to say it. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So, and she says that she's going. So she looks up and she looks at her skinny jeans and Carrie says they have the pair of jeans that every woman keeps in the vain hope that they will fit into it again. I have to say I have those. I I believe that's true. Of course. 
My issues when she says skinny jeans, I thought she literally meant the style skinny jeans. Oh no. So when I saw them, I was like, girl, what is this? Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> um she tries them on and they fit. And the next thing we see is her strutting to meet the ladies at the club. And I'm like, okay, because they hate Miranda, I get it. Why are these jeans like a little saggy? And they should be like skin tight. Why didn't they make this girl wear like leather pants? Something that actually exuded like, you know, skinny jeans or pants or something. You know what? I was laughing because I could hear you. <laughs> I'm like, she's going to say something. You're stuck on the jeans. Did you see the monstrosity that was wrapped around her wrist? Yes, but based on the time, she was being edgy, the denim. No, I remember those times. That was never fashionable. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you know what it was fashionable for? Pre-teens that shopped at Justice or Limited 2. Because yeah. that was their style. That were on the I think that's what she was going for. Because she tells us that she hadn't worn this since 1985. And I'm like, yeah. oh, that's a stretch. Like, the well, least like, you guys could have done was go back to, like... Yeah. Maybe when she was in her 20s, but to say 85, come on, she was, she should not be three by the, oh no, not now. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> well, just so you, yeah, so she would have been a teen, right? Because I'm like, you're a grown woman, like, why are you dressed like this? I thought she looked awful, but her face looked great. Like, I liked her hair, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Sabatha says she never noticed her hot ass, and Carrie says, and you look good, and I just really liked this scene because it was just feel-good vibes, and I loved it. It was just uplifting. She jokes that she's never going to take them off and ask Charlotte if she can wear it to her wedding, and Charlotte has that look again. She's like, oh, I'm kidding. And she's like, no, it's not that. That She just feels silly that she made a fuss about her ring earlier. And they're like, "Um, no. She's like, she says she's done it all. So this time she wants it small and tasteful and she doesn't want to disappoint them, but no bridesmaids. And there's a pause and then they squeal like, ah, woohoo, hallelujah. That's another funny thing. That made me laugh so hard. Um, so Miranda is on her way back. Oh, sorry. They go into the club. And I just want to say that I really like Charlotte's outfit. I know Charlotte does. There's an episode where Charlotte didn't like her body or whatever, but Charlotte does have her, her what do you call it? A figure eight silhouette. Yeah. And she looks good on the, tiny. Yeah. Yeah. The top, so it's really cute. I thought um, she looked good too. And I actually really like Samantha's outfit. I did. Yeah. I did. I did. And that was gaudy, but I thought she looked great. And then once again, I also thought Carrie looked terrible. I really noticed. I just none of her outfits were hitting for me this episode, and they usually do. I usually like uh, looks. I thought she looked awful. And it was grey on top of it, so yeah, sorry. it was washed out. Samantha, a hoodie, by the way, Tane. Sorry, but anyway. <laughs> Samantha looked like Tina Knowles dressed her. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I was about to say not the fifth. I was like, is it fifth or fourth man of Destiny's Child? Really, this depends on which iteration, right? <laughs> yeah. So um. They go in, and Miranda says she's going to the bathroom. On her way back from the bathroom, she gets pushed accidentally into a bed. Like, the whole club setup is, like, instead of, like, chairs or whatever, it's beds. So she strikes up a conversation with a guy. His name is Peter, and they're having a flirtatious convo. And he asks her to, like, hang out and just stay with her. And she's like, you know what? Okay. They're sitting around. Samantha says all the men are old. And Charlotte says it's because she's dating Smith. And they call him, he's practically a zygote. <laughs> so Samantha's like we're not dating we're just fucking and she's looking for someone else I don't they don't press her on it and they just kind of move on but maybe they're used to it with Samantha like Smith might actually be a miracle and this is the longest that I she's ever say, would you press Samantha on it this is so normal <laughs> I would be like oh I thought you were having a good time what yeah, happened okay. something like that so um Carrie's spots burger's friend a bed over from them and she's like oh i hate new york like you can't you know just can't be in peace or whatever so samantha tells her to ignore them and carrie says she can't because it will go back to burger that she acted childish i'm like who cares thank you thank you oh my god so i really hated this scene because i'm like girl what are you doing 
But anyway, sorry. I wouldn't speak to them, so I don't know. You come say to me, I might say hi, but to go out of my way to go say hi to you, no, ma'am. Or maybe I'd give a wave. That's about it. But I would definitely not go over and have a conversation. Because, I mean, I don't hate you. You haven't done anything to me, but I don't owe you conversation either. So sorry. So she goes over to say hi, and they apparently don't know who she is except the one guy billy he introduces her oh sorry they don't know that they've broken up because billy introduces her as burger's girlfriend and asks, oh is he here and then carrie was like oh this is kind of awkward but we broke up this morning why did she have to tell them that i know and also i think during the whole episode i didn't realize that that day was literally immediately following the morning after she knocked over the carnations i thought it was like the day after or something do you know what I mean? oh yeah, yeah, it was the morning because she kept saying this day can't be the day. That's why they were going out to. Mm. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I think we know now that Carrie has loose lips. Like, I just don't know why she had to tell him. Like, go with it and you find out with your friend and have yourself a good time. So he says he's sorry to hear that. I knew you guys had all sorts of problems. And I think that triggered. <laughs> that triggered Carrie because it's not a lie. The same way you tell your friends, he told his friends that you guys had problems. So but then I don't then, know. Why would his friends say that? That's some bullshit. Come on. <laughs> you know I mean, what I mean? Honestly, I just thought it was a men can be clueless. And the way he just said, I knew you guys had problems, but I'm sorry to hear that. I just, I don't know. I, I guess mean, it wasn't just, horrible, but I'm just like, why would you say that? <laughs> so, and she just goes, yeah. And he was bad in bed. But you look great, though. And I'm like, yikes, this is bad. She goes back and she tells Samantha and Charlotte and says, I don't even know. This is what I said. I don't know why I said it, but I need to undo it, that this is insane. And then Charlotte tells her to go back over there and explain. I'm like, Charlotte, you are giving bad advice. Thank you. This is terrible. All of them giving terrible advice. I would have been like, that was childish, but that's funny. Haha, <laughs> let's go drinking. Do you know what I mean? This is what it is. I'm yeah. like, oh, God. She goes back, and then she's like, yeah, it's not true. He was fine. I was like, oh, that's bad. Then she's like, no, it was fireworks. It was rockets. And I'm like, eh, now oh. you sound false. Billy's like, I understand. Like, you know, breakups are tough. And Carrie was like, yeah, they're tough, but it's tougher because he broke up with me on a post-it. And then they give the worst reaction you can give to someone like Carrie. Nothing. Carrie demands and requires attention. She's like a plant that needs water. (laughs) And she has main character syndrome. And she just loses it. She's like, listen, I know you have to side with him because he's your friend. But so far, everyone I tell, the reaction has been, what? Not that I'm telling everyone except some girlfriends and all that. And Billy's like, I mean, maybe he was afraid. And then Carrie was like, what? Afraid? And you think that gives him the right to? And then he's like, well, I mean, women can get really angry. And then she says, I assure you, I would have been very understanding. <laughs> the other friend scoffs and is like, right. And Karen's like, excuse me? <laughs> I don't know. This was just comical. <laughs> he says, yeah, you all say that. But then you just guys, you guys eventually just freak out and get all psycho bitch. And Carrie says, there is a, and, and they're all saying like, I mean, the point is there's no good way to break up with someone. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. There's no good way to break up with someone, but there's a courteous way to break up with someone. And that's you know what. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. I definitely think they're bad ways to break up with someone. Yeah. But I mean, I think what they're trying to say is like, there's no way that's going to be good because everyone's going to be focused on the message. You're breaking up with me is what it is. So there's no good way. There's no, like, a post-it is a bad way. Mm-hmm. But I think what they're trying to say is, like, none of it is a pleasant experience. Yeah. So, yeah. Carrie says, um, there's no good way, but you can have the girt, the, I said the girt, you can have the guts and courtesy to tell a woman to her face um, that you don't want to have a relationship with her anymore. And then she starts going on and on about, you know, most women aren't, ir- about just the different things that you could do to break up. And then she ends with most women, and she's yelling at this point, aren't irrational, raging psychos. And her point is that there is a good way to break up with someone, and it doesn't involve a post-it. And she's pointing, and she ends up pointing at him. And yeah. this, again, is where these misogynistic writers are making a point that, oh, women can't be rational and irrational. Mm-hmm. 
this woman is hurt. He broke up with her in a post-it, and she was going to break up with him, not that he knew that, but the whole anger, the whole everything, she has every right to be annoyed and to be hurt and to be everything, but to kind of make a point like, oh, he's right, that women are irrational, I didn't like that, and it's always that subtle undertone thing that Sex in the City has going on. And I'm sorry, why is it that it's um, women being irrational and not men being absolute cowards? Because Burger's a coward. When yeah. he's like, you know how women can be, so you're just telling me you're a coward. So you literally snuck out like a thief in the night. Like, what? After coming back into her life, you know? Yeah. Like, don't piss me off. Mm-mm. This one, sorry, I'll... Do you know what? Carrie's been an idiot, but she can be an idiot all she likes. But that's what I'm saying, like, why are you explaining yourself to these people? Let this man... I would have told him he was shit in bed and had a little dick. Like, everything. I don't care. Be childish. <laughs> and move on. You don't owe him or his friends anything. So, yeah. Yeah, so she goes back to the girls. And Samantha is like, much better. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, we have to get out of here immediately. Miranda's still having a great time. When Carrie is like, yeah, we have to go. I didn't like that. Every time we do what Carrie wants, and this woman is having a resurgence of her confidence, and you just kind of cop like that. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> um, she tells him, she tells Miranda that she just learned that you should never go to bed angry. But Miranda tells the guy, like, oh, I have to go. It's been really nice talking to you. And then she thanks him. I don't think he knows what for, but I think she's thanking him for helping her no, I don't want to give him credit, but helping in the journey of her regaining her confidence yeah. and just feeling like a sexy woman. And everybody deserves to feel that because every now and then it's yeah. hard. You know, we spend so much time beating ourselves up, beating our bodies up. It's just nice to remind yourself you're that bitch. Yeah. <clears throat> and also, sorry, I like that they didn't exchange numbers. I'm sorry, because I've had so many nights or even days, whatever, where I'll just have like a cool conversation with someone. And sometimes I feel like it's okay to leave it there. <laughs> not everything has to now be like oh, let's exchange numbers like either one person like yeah we know we're not going to talk anymore or it's just going to be sometimes I feel like it's okay to just meet and connect with people and move on with yeah. yeah I like that so they go back out into the streets and they see some men walk by with pot and Carrie's like we should get high Charlotte's like mm, no and Carrie pulls the post-it. And she's like, ugh. So they wonder how, like, even if they were going to do it, how are they going to get some? And Miranda is still in her confidence high. And it's like, I'm going to go ask the guys. So they go over to meet them They um, at a bar called Drown the Hound. Charlotte says it should be called Smell. And Samantha tells her to hold her nose. And that made me laugh because the way she said it's like, I don't have time for your whining tonight, bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you don't well, like to hold your nose. <laughs> so the bar has a TV and Samantha pays the bartender to change the channel so she can watch the rerun of TRL. Carrie and Charlotte are observing some women at a bachelorette and then she has the look again. Carrie asks her what's going on and she tells her like she hates that she's been married before. And Carrie starts the, you know, everything happens for a reason speech and says that she knows, but she hates that this is her second ring. And I just want to remind you guys that the first one was given for someone to buy a house. And I just really hate that they've never addressed it. Like it just disappeared into the ether. And that's like something I think is a really huge milestone or event in a friendship journey. Like I would be, I don't know if I'll be salty, but I'll just be like, have you paid me my money back? $30,000. Like. Hmm. In today's money, it's probably what fifty, right? Yeah, because for someone who kept her wedding dress, yeah. she's just a keeper of keepsakes. And yep. if she gave you her ring, anyways, let's not talk about it. They don't care. And you care. think she couldn't have used that money? I know she's not hurting for money, but you think she couldn't have used that money? That yeah. is such a lot of money. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So she says that she hates that she can't celebrate the love of her life the way that she wants. And Carrie tells her that you can. You can do anything that you want to do. So one of them asks, uh, one of the bachelorette party group asked to take a picture. And they have a disposable camera. I'm like, RIP, man. I used to be. Oh, disposable cameras everywhere getting filmed. <laughs> we didn't know what we looked like. Whatever you saw, oh. you got, man. 
It was a surprise. <laughs> and Carrie tells them, and she just starts going on and just tries to hype Charlotte up that Carrie just got engaged. And Charlotte is like, no, it's my second. Don't worry about it. And Carrie continues like he's a wonderful man and all that. And I really like that. I like, like yes. her just hyping her up and just trying to get her up. My best friend does that for me. Like when we go out, like if we're like, especially like an entertainment setting, she's mm-hmm. like, you need to hype people. You can tell people about your podcast. And I was like, uh, no. So she just starts blurting things out. She's like, she has this. You need to go to this and get to this website. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. That's what friends are supposed to do. I'm sorry. There's some, I, you know, I'm big on the friends are supposed to make you feel better, not worse. Yeah. But with honesty, like, don't lie to your friends either. But no, your friends should never be your biggest hater. Sorry, a tangent. I really realised this, like, in my 20s. Because I realised, you know, when you realise you have toxic friendships. Friendships where it's like, oh, we're always joking. And, like, they're always putting people down in a jokey way. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know what? No, this isn't funny, nor is it jokey. It's just become a thing now. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like friends should always be your number one supporters. And mine are. So, yeah. Yeah. So, the lady tells them, like, you have to be in the picture now. So, she goes into the picture. They put the veil on her head. And they start asking her details for the wedding. And it just puts her in the mood. So I guess she's in wedding planning mode. So Carrie did a good thing and got her friend in there. So the pot dealer didn't show up. And the guys are arguing over who's going to buy Miranda a drink. And Carrie says, you know, the self-confidence is not about the pair of jeans. It's more a state of mind. Which is true, but it's always so hard, you know. Yes, 100%. They are watching um, Smith on TRL. And the host is la la pre-surgery like yes. a whole different person whole new face whole new body whole new everything i used to love her on tiara i thought she was such a good host she was she's she's come a long way like honestly mm-hmm. there is no black tv show or movie that you would not see lala on and i always give props to her agents because she was not an actress nope. but now she's in everything <laughs> So someone asked him, um, one of the audience members asked him if he has a girlfriend, and he says he's still looking and not dating anyone special. And as soon as he said it, Samantha realizes that she did not like that answer. And, you know, Samantha is quite reactive. She suddenly turns to a guy who had hit on her earlier, and she's like, kiss me. And then it turns out that he has a girlfriend who's clearly from Jersey, and she and her three friends come out and are ready to fight. Samantha and Char- and Carrie look so out of place. It was hilarious because they try to fight. They're like, we're going to beat you. And they just scream and run out because they're like, we can't fight. We don't know the, the first thing about protecting ourselves or anything. And they scream and run out. And that made me laugh. Because, I mean, you watch reality shows. You're kind of used to people always trying to drag someone. And then you see these city girls like. <laughs> yeah. I don't do fighting either. I don't blame them. <laughs> So Carrie's like, well, the night is a bust. I, I will note, they left Miranda and Charlotte in the bar. Look, so. Taylor, we're trying to save their lives. Okay? <laughs> Carrie says the night is a bust, and Samantha whips out a joint from her boobs, and she's so happy. So they light it up in the middle of the street, and they just start ragging on men and all the things they do bad. Smith calls Samantha, and she can't really hear him, so she walks away to go get better reception. So Carrie's just in the middle of the street, just smoking. But this is back in the day where it's against the law. So Carrie is contemplating and says that no high or low would change the day from being the day she got broken up by on a post-it. So as she's smiling, I said as she's smiling, as she's smoking, a police officer comes by and then she gets arrested, not arrested. She gets put in the back of a cop car. So they're all out now, and Miranda's advocating for her that as a lawyer, um, that she's a abiding citizen, that she hasn't really done anything. She's in the back of the cop car, and the guy was like, well, we have to take her downtown. Miranda's like, she, has a, she had a bad day, and Samantha and Charlotte say that she got broken up by her boyfriend on a post-it. And he's like, come on, that didn't happen. And then she knocks on the window and puts the post-it up there and slaps the post-it on there for him to say, he's like, well, that's brutal. And he's like, okay, I'll write her up for smoking in a bar. And Samantha's like, come on, why can't you just let her off? I was like, ah, to be white. 
That's what I'm saying. The white privilege was really white privileged. But you know what? Fine. Use all the resources you have. <laughs> but in my head, I was also like, take the win where you've yeah. got it. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. So and Samantha was like, why can't you let her off? The cop says, I'm sorry, I can't. Don't hate me. <laughs> that made me laugh so much. So much. Yeah, I was like, yeah. It was a funny episode. Yeah, I'm like, that was A1. I'm sorry. That was <laughs> So they're sharing a banana split. They're all out. And Carrie is saying it's midnight and it's all done and the day will now be known as the day she got arrested for smoking a doobie miranda reminds her like you did not get arrested charlotte says see the post-it was your get out of jail card and if she hadn't broken up with him and samantha says please stop you're killing my buzz but i think they're forgetting that if he hadn't broken up with her she wouldn't have been trying to have a night out and she wouldn't have been trying to find weed and they wouldn't be there at all so as an aside I would have loved to do like a linguistic research on the various names that people call weed and how old they are. Because I found it so interesting. Because even when I said pot, I'm like, I never, ever, ever, ever call weed pot. But some people do. And then you have doobies. And I I don't know. I just find it all interesting. But I think she was laughing at herself for saying I called it a doobie. Yeah. So I think that was like the 70s. (laughs) I think they used to call it that in the 70s. And then yeah, the yeah, yeah, they got did. older. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, Miranda says that she's starting to come around on Charlotte's um, thinking. Because if she hadn't accidentally gotten pregnant by Steve. And I'm just so annoyed by that phrase. Accidentally. This is like when people say, oh, this baby wasn't planned. Or things. Whatever. If you are not on birth control, there is a chance that you will get pregnant, guys. So saying accidentally is kind of like no, you didn't accidentally. It's different if your birth control failed, but you just yes. weren't using any. So yeah. Yes. <laughs> she says she never would have had Brady, and she never would have had time, and then had no time to eat, and then fit into her jeans, and realize that the city is full of cute men. That's lies because all they talk about is the cute men and how New York is great. So, so Carrie says she knows what she learned from the burger relationship, and they all wait. And there's a long silence. And she forgot it. She's like, I had it. I don't have it anymore. Charlotte tells them that she changed her mind. And she really wants them to be her bridesmaids. And they give her a blank stare. And then she's like, but you don't have to wear matching dresses. And they're like, all right, we're here. And Miranda's like, okay, I've had enough of the ice cream. My jeans just popped. And Carrie is like me because she's so giggly when she's high. And she's just laughing. (laughs) And that's how the episode ends. Yeah, no, it was a good episode. It was, it was. Yeah. It was. So, Tane, did you have anything else to add? No. Can you please tell the people where we can find them? Yes, you can find, find us. us where... <laughs> Sorry, where they can find us. <laughs> oh. Oh, you can find us at the Rewatch Times 2, T H E R E W A T C H X 2, on Instagram, Twitter, and on gmail.com if you'd like to send an email. And please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to podcasts, particularly on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd really, really, really appreciate it. It would help us out. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.